Actually, no, to be fair, you should do it because of the topic. Can we do it again, please? Because I was so prepared for that. No, go on. Go on. You put me on the spot now. But go on. Ba da ba ba da ba ba da ba ba ba. All jokes aside, all jokes aside, yeah. No. You almost got it. But you know what? You put me on the spot. I didn't put you on the spot. You should be ready for everything. And yeah, anything. No, but I am ready for everything and anything. But you shouldn't have put me on the spot like that. Do you want to try it again? I can't remember how it goes now. Go on. Ba da ba ba da ba ba da ba ba ba. All jokes aside. How do you do it then? All jokes aside, all jokes aside, yeah. Right, that is how we do go it. Go on, you guys. do it then. Ba-da, ba-ba-da, ba-ba. Now go on, just do it. Ba-da, ba-ba-da, ba-ba-da, ba-ba-ya. All jokes aside. Ba-da, ba-ba-da, 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 ba-ba-ya. Ba-da, ba-ba-da, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Go on. No, I'm not doing it. I need to remember it for next time. You'll never remember it. Anyway, welcome to today's episode of Mr. and Mrs. All Jokes Aside. Aside, talking about men's mental health. Yes, so last week we spoke about mental health in general, and I think... We never, because it's such a broad topic, we never got onto the topic of men's mental health, which which is actually in itself something uh, unique. Which is, like you said, unique, but it's a big, what's the word begins with an S? Stigma? Yeah to today's society to have, to have mental health as a man um mm. but i also think that it kind of branches onto men's uh the toxic masculinity now i hate that phrase when it's used by feminists mm. but it, it is a tox there is it is it toxic is. there is a toxic toxic ma- oh my god i can't speak today there is a toxic masculinity around for mm. sure when it comes to men showing their feelings in any way shape or mm. form and because of it, the suicide rates among men are much higher than those among women mm. and children and teens. Da, 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 da. Especially in this day and age. Well, yeah, no, mm. that, exactly. And it's all, it's on the rise. Yeah. Um, and with, this is also partly quite, quite well linked to um, during the Kinky Boots tour, they're doing a men's mental health um, thing pretty much every week that they go to a new place they get the men in like the radio stations and the fire department and the police department to put on the heels and strut their stuff throughout the town. Obviously it's partly pride as well, but it's just about being confident in being a man mm. and not saying that to be a man, you have to be butch or masculine or anything like that. You ha- It's all about mm. being who you are. I have to ask you, I have to ask you a question. When someone, when I ask you, what is a man? Yeah. What is your answer to that question? What is a man? What what isn't a man? In all honesty, a man, a male, mm. is someone who is biologically male, right? Mm. Who's got I don't know whether it's XY or YY or XX chromosomes, I can't remember which one. Mm. Whichever one's a man, that's a man, right? Biologically. But nothing in terms of characteristics makes a man, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because you've got feminine men, you've got masculine men. Flamboyant men. You've got flamboyant men. Yeah. You've got men of all different... Like, just because a man is artistic doesn't mean that he's gay or less of a man. Just Mm. because he doesn't like football doesn't mean that he's less of a man. Mm. None of those things are are true. But because of society, those things are definitely being pushed. And I think a lot of the time it's pushed by the parents. Mm. Now, in my own family... Not my dad, yeah. but in other relatives, mm. let's say, their children 
um, if their children didn't want to do something that was to do with maths or science or football or yeah. rugby or anything like that, they were considered not a, not a man because that's because of the generation that they all grew up in and that's what they've been passed down from their fathers. Mm. What do you think about that? So, I just... I don't get the whole generation stuff. I don't. I don't... What do you mean you don't get it? So, we are coming off a little bit of topic here. Guys, uh, last... Can I just say, last week, we were about 50 minutes in. We might go over... Um, just speak, again on just speak, just speak. But this whole... Oh, but it's their generation thing. It's bullshit. Why do you say that? Because I know... So, my nan, yeah? I'm going to use my nan as an example. Yeah. My nan, she knows plenty of gay people. She knows plenty of... It doesn't... No, 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 okay. no, no. Gay men, sorry. She yeah. knows plenty of gay men, yeah? I just think when people sit there and go, oh, but it's their generation. No, that's just okay. a fucking excuse. Okay, no. So when I... But so... I, I have to remember, sorry, I have to remember... Everyone had different upbringings from everyone else. This is what I'm trying to say. It's not necessarily... Like, in my family's case, it's not necessarily just a generational thing. It's also a cultural thing, right? Mm. Where in a lot of African cultures, to be anything less than the hunter-gatherer man mm. was not allowed. Yeah. So even if you were... Oh, hello, Peps. It's, it's yeah, we dog sitting at the moment. He's falling asleep and I was pushing his legs against me. Mm. Um, yeah, um, in, in, in African culture... Men are the hunter-gatherers, mm. the ones who work, the ones who are allowed to sow their oats and all the rest of it. Women are the ones who have to be in the kitchen, who have to make children, who have to provide the food mm. and all the rest of it. As in make the food and all the rest of it. Now, I'm not saying that that's necessarily something that I agree with, but that combined with a product of their time, because mm. people are a product of their time. You will, when you grow older, <laughs> if that's possible, um, yes. <laughs> when you grow older, and our children can't see eye to eye with you on certain things, it will be because you have a certain way of thinking mm. and they don't. But that's, that is a product of, their, of your time and of their time. But I'm quite old school, though. No, but what I'm trying to say to you, that's another thing. Your, your generation, our generation, we will be old school mm. in the sense that our children will be new school at the time so we'll stick to our morals and our laurels and all the rest mm. of it and they'll be like but why aren't you changing with the times you're like no because i've i've grown up this way and actually it worked mm. and i think that's where they're coming from with the whole um oh you know uh, it's a generational thing and it doesn't mean that some people like because my like for example my dad he is one of the most accepting people come on his his son dresses up in drag every day Obviously for his job, but... Uh, can I you ask you a question? I, 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 I want to ask you something, actually, regarding the whole Jess Nat and Jack. Yeah. And on a serious note now, like, what does your mum and dad think of that? Considering, like, obviously, your mum's religious and, obviously, your dad is old school. Like, what does... So this is this is where my point about... what I've, I've said it every single time we've come up with something similar, like, to this, is it's very different having the idea in theory mm. and having it in practice so in theory before my mum and dad before my brother got his job mm. my mum and dad were very much no no son of mine will ever be drag no son of mine will ever do anything like that i will disown him if mm. he ever did da, da, da. and now they accept it with open arms because it's different it, when it's someone you love mm. 
the way that you react to it is different. Of course, my mum would prefer it if my brother was doing something else. Mm. But it doesn't mean that she loves him any less. And she supports him. She flipping raves about it at her, about it at her workplace. And this is what I'm trying to say is that parents grow if you let them. Mm. And if you keep that line of communication open with them, and if you sometimes just stand up for yourself, parents will grow. I mean, I think I'm I'm very very lucky to have had parents growing up who are very accepting of everything. Not everything. I was gonna say not everything. I think with your with one of your parents, mm. I think that. Like you said to me before, if you did more of one thing, they would probably spend more time with you, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think so, but I've got no issue. No, but that's that. that's because also I think your mum has always your mum and your dad have always loved you. Yeah. Always always cared for you. And parents don't sorry. In regards to men, you're one of the lucky ones because you you're able to be yourself because you're not yeah. particularly masculine in the sense that I you're can't not standing. You're not I'm like, oh, oh, well, you are sometimes. I, sometimes you do give a wrong. gentle I lads. Think every man is guilty of having that typical man moment. Yeah, and I, I, I think that is the case for men and women. I think no matter how much of a man you are, or man you are, or how much of a woman you are, we do have our gender moments. But I'm going to say something that might. You might, I don't know if you're going to dis- disagree with this. Well, go on, say it, and <clears> then I'll decide whether I disagree or not. But I actually generally feel sorry for the male species in this day and age, and I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm, I'm saying that for a number of reasons. Okay, so what what's your first reason for saying that? So I hate the word. I I I hate the term man up. Right. I normally use the word. Grow a backbone. Right. Yeah. I feel like man up is a bit of a patronising sense. So if a man... No, so, so if... And I'm only saying that because I've heard it in the past from certain people. Yeah. Now, I'm going to call you up on this because okay. in the abortion episode, mm. you went... You said one thing I've got to say to all the men out there who aren't stepping up to the plate... Man up. Mm. That's what you said. So carry on with your point now that you know that you've used that phrase. Did I say man up? You did. But I didn't mean it in that But sense. you did say it. I said it. Okay, I mean, I'm not saying that you're lying. Obviously, I, I said it, but I didn't mean it in that term. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. People still use it. So do, no matter how it's you... It's how you say it, I no, think. But no, matter how, no matter how you say it, people will take it how they mm. perceive it. So if I were to say to you, man up, but mean it in a jokey way, some part of you might take it in a, oh shit, she actually means that she wants me to be more of a man, etc. Like, I'm being really extreme here now. Yeah. But, so, so whether you used it in a different way to the way that you're describing it now, yeah. other people may have perceived it in the way that you're describing it now. Right. Make sense? Kind of. But like I said, I do feel sorry for the male species today because just, we always do get. I'm sorry, but I it, think I think I think okay. So I think we're we're like we're super off topic at the moment. No, not really, because we're no, not talking no, about. No, I, but what I'm trying to say with men's mental health, hmm. it's not so much about okay. Yes, it does. It is about the man up and the da da da. da but hmm. I think that there is something 
so much more serious going on at the moment yeah. with men's mental health in the sense that people do just assume that men will mm. punch it out until they feel better yeah. or they'll you know they'll do they'll do something physical to work on something mental mm. right now even if they do do that that's not going to help them, mm. if that makes sense. That's not going to help in the moment. There's if, other ways. If, and no, but yeah. also if women were to do that, if I were to say, if I were to go for a run mm. in order to help ease my anxiety, mm. sure, it will help on the, in the short term, but in the long term, that's still going to be clocking away. Just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that I'm any, or just because you're a man doesn't mean that you're any less susceptible mm. to that kind of feeling. So that's what I'm. That, that's one of my main points that I want to try and get across is that men and women, though we are different in mm. many ways, pretty yeah. much every way, when it comes to mental health, we should be treated the same. Mm. And there shouldn't be. There is already a stigma with mental health, but there is an even bigger stigma when it with comes to men. men. And and I, I will say one thing as well. I don't think, and I really, really don't mean this in a horrible way. And I get why they don't help themselves, but. In these cases, men don't help themselves. And I'm guilty of that. Yes. Because, and I can fully admit that, because I think, because us men, we feel like, and any man that is listening to this would agree with me, we have to look after our loved ones. We have to, you're shaking your head, let me finish. Okay. We have to make sure that we've got a job. We have to make sure that we are able to provide for our loved one. And we have to. But can I just stop just for one second and, and say, why is it just, the, why do we just think men have to do it? No, but this is, this is what I was just about and to I'm say. And I'm guilty this of that. Is, no, but this is what I was about to say to you. I was going to say, this is where to toxic masculinity yes. comes in. And guys, I'm guilty of it as well. How many times have we sat yeah, down yeah, and yeah. went, listen, I'm the man, I've got to look after. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, that is right. But... We look after each other. We have to look after each other. But this is the thing. This is where the toxic masculinity comes in because men think that they have to be the providers, the 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 breadwinners. The men men think that they can't have any problems whatsoever because to be emotional is to be woman. Yeah. Right. That is absolute bullshit. To be honest with you, and men know it. Women know it. Everyone knows it. But also, I think that another problem that people have is dividing it mm. into men, male and female mental health mm. obviously we've done that but for the purposes of the fact that we need to show that actually men's mental health is so much more serious now mm. because of the fact that people have been dividing it for years and years mm. people are like oh you know it's been a taboo really. it's been a, yeah it has been a taboo mm. and it's been one of those things where people have been like yeah like i said to you before women are emotional mm. therefore women probably are more susceptible to mental health issues mm. And that might be true. I don't know. But it doesn't mean that any of them should be treated any differently. Mm. It's in men and women shouldn't be treated any differently. Have you got any questions for me about what I think of men's mental health or in general? No. Oh, I always think of something. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, my main question would be, do you think that after... Like, okay, so halfway through the episode now, do you think that you suffer in any way, shape or form from mental health? Um, I don't know. I keep, I keep a lot in and I use it as comedy 
as all writing, if I feel low, um, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh no, guys, I'm, I'm a sufferer. I'm not going to say that because that isn't my, that's not something I, I wouldn't do. I think I do suffer in silence to an extent. But, okay, so my main, my other question then from mm. that is why don't you want to say, put your hands up and be like, I suffer from mental health? You sound really horrible with what, what, I'm, what, with what I'm about to say. Say it. And I genuinely don't, I do not mean this. Before I say anything, you guys have to bear with me. Before I say what I'm going to say, I love my mother dearly, and you know that. I, yeah. You know... Speak. I think when my mum had the breakdown... Yeah. It was horrible. Like, it, it's horrible to see any loved ones, like your mum or your, or your partner or whatever, have a breakdown like that. But I think because I'm so determined, I'm not going to be like that. I think I block myself when right. I shouldn't... It should, I, I shouldn't do that. Now, I'm going to play Dr. Phil for a little bit. Mm. I feel like um, I'm on Piers Morgan's life story. No. But, you, but you're doing it better. But, okay, so you don't want to show any of that because your mum had a breakdown. Because it hurt. And it hurt. Not her fault. No, no, not, no, not, no, not, no, not, no. I know. Because I know. it hurt so yeah, many yeah. people around her. Right. But your mum didn't show any of that mm. because she was trying to protect you all and not show it. Mm. And then she had a breakdown. So by you not admitting to yourself that you've got things that, you know, low points and all the mm. rest of it, that's all going to build up. The worst case scenario is that it all builds up and then you have the same breakdown that your mum had. Mm. And that's why it's so important for you to talk about these things I mean, and to admit to it when you're feeling these ways. What, what do you think? Like, ever since you got with me, ever since you've been with me from day one and up until now... What do you think? Anything you say, I'm not going to let it run in my mind, but what do you think with what you see with your eyes? And what you hear, what I, what I say and do and stuff like that? I think there are lots of skeletons in your closet. Mm. And I think that... In what way? In the sense that I think that you bottle up a lot. Mm. You use humour as a coping mechanism. Um, it works. I don't... I just write in. No, I won't say that next bit. No, no, go on. No, 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 go on, go on, please, go on, go on. I think that there have been losses in your life that you've not dealt with properly. Mm. And because of those losses, you beat yourself up about them all the time. And that's not helping your mental health state, I think. I think that you also feel like you're responsible. Mm. Because of those losses, you're responsible for particular people in your life. Mm. And so you're constantly worrying about looking after them. And then I came along with mm. all of my shit mm. and you felt like you couldn't release any of that. And then obviously everything that happened last year happened. Mm. And I think all of these things have been piling up on each other. A bit like a really, really shit game of Jenga. Yeah. Where the bottom has no real foundation. Mm. And you know that if one piece moves, you're fucked. Mm. That's where I think you're at. And I think that you don't pay attention to it because it's easier not to pay attention to it and it's easier to glide through life. Mm. But by gliding through life, you're not really living. But see, this is the thing. My, the way I deal with things is like you said, I deal with them by being creative. But that's not dealing with them in the sense that you 
you use your creativity as a distraction. You don't use your creativity as a way to work through things. Mm. You use it as a way to distract yourself. I don't. I can't. And I it's, don't it's, know. it's difficult. It's yeah. difficult to to see it. Yeah. It's very difficult to see it because when you're in it. And especially because you've got so many, like I said to you before, you've got so many layers built up. It's very difficult to see. And it's also difficult to admit to yourself. Mm. And I only say this because I'm speaking from my own experience. It mm. was very difficult for me to admit that a lot of the things that I do are because I'm just trying to distract myself from the pain that I feel, right? Mm. And yes, it's great for the short term to get through life, to, to do that with all the pain, to yeah. just be like, I'm just going to use my comedy or use it in my comedy to to distract myself from it. Use it in my writing to mm. like say it's in my writing. I've taken it out of my brain. I've put it in my writing and there it is. I'm not going to deal with it. It's mm. in my writing. It's dealt with, but it's not. Yeah. Because you've not, you've not processed it. You've literally just put it somewhere else. See, I like that word, process it. Not, not, not like it. Sorry. I've, sorry. Let me word it again. That's the key term processing it because I think with me and I'm going to use this other example I think it's my mum's cancer yeah I think I kind of took each day as it come and I think where I was so used to doing that yeah now I'm literally I'm like do you know what whenever it happens we'll just have to take each day as it comes and I think that's my pro. I've done that a bit too much now. Yeah, I was going to say, the thing... Yes, that was great for when your mum had cancer. But I do that a bit too much now. And I'm Not like, necessarily that you do it a bit too much, but... I do. I think, you're think you think that you're doing it well, but in the little things, the cracks are starting to show, if that makes sense. You think? Yes. For example, How? the recent thing that's happened... Um, yeah. Um... That destroyed you for a couple of days. Mm. Whereas, far, I mean, rewind a year, mm. that wouldn't have destroyed you so quickly. Mm. And I think that because, but that's a good thing in a way, because your mum's of your mum's cancer, it sort of started to chip away at your hard shell. Mm. And you're starting to talk a lot more about the way that you feel. Mm. And that toxic barrier that you had before to be like, I have to be a man and I have to be the person who looks after everyone and all the rest of it, that's starting to go because you're letting other people look after you. And that, and that, that was really, really clear with me, for me, mm. this past few days when that thing happened. Mm. Because I was like, this is the first time I've heard you speak in such depth mm. Maybe not as deep as you would have wanted to go. Because mm. I know that you've spoken to other people and you've probably spoken to them deeper mm. about it, fine. But you've still spoken in more depth than you ever have before about something. Mm. And you wouldn't... If it, the same thing had happened a year ago, you wouldn't have. And I know that. Mm. It's amazing, isn't it? What? No, no, just how... I mean, I, I think with me as well, and I'm, 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 I think a, a lot of it... And I, I think I speak for some men on this one, and I really, really don't mean this uh, to be offensive towards those who do suffer with mental health. But I think with men, I think we have this thing in our heads that it's not shameful, 
to have it. Basically, we become our we become our worst enemies because well, we it, we feel like no, it's a shameful thing. No, you well, have so to. This is what I was gonna say. It, it's the emotion thing. It's emotions yeah. are women. Mm. Therefore, if I have emotions, I can't be a man. Mm. That's what it is. Like down to the sorry, I'll shut up now. Um, but like down to the like basis of it, it is women have erratic emotions mm. where they go from zero to one thousand and fifty. Mm in a second men don't do that therefore mm. i can't have any kind of erratic emotions because i'm not a woman mm. but actually no that's not the case i do think i mean i think what i'm actually quite pleased with no not not pleased with so robin williams son yeah, has uh, has now um had a son Oh, the other son? Yeah. Oh, no, how I was talking about he's doing a lot about male mental health. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, with his with what happened with Robin Williams, yeah, which, yeah. again, I'm going to be honest with you, I think before Robin Williams, men's mental health wasn't... And, and I don't care what... It, it wasn't, no, it wasn't it, spoken it wasn't, about It wasn't much. really spoken about as much, but I feel like after Robin Williams, it came out a bit more. And... If you guys remember um, Gary Speed, who was uh, a football pandit on Match Match of the Day, he had um, I think two or three kids, lovely had lovely family, whatever, and he recorded Match of the Day, went home, killed himself, and was found dead the next day. That was spoke about a little bit, and then it went quiet, and then Robin Williams died. I'm not saying he's commented. I'm just saying then no, Robin yeah. Williams died. He killed, and the way he killed himself was absolutely but heartbreaking. I, I think it's but also. I think since his death, sorry, babe, since his death, I feel like it's been a a doorway for men to actually come out and go, "I'm suffering yes, with this." But I also don't think that it has helped enough. If that makes sense, not to say that he I died don't think in vain in any way. Sure, it will but, never help enough. I don't. But think. for example, in the last sort of ten, fifteen years, mm-hmm. the amount of men celebrity wise for example who have killed themselves in horrific ways Mm. because they don't feel like they have an option to be spoken to or speak themselves Mm. about how they're feeling is tragic it's still happening and it's still out there i think a lot less women do kill themselves in like in the celebrity world because again it's a case of women women are being addressed now yeah finally in terms of mental health, mm. great. But men are still falling behind mm. because, again, it's that whole idea of men are physical, women are emotional. Mm. Now, what the one that shocked me the most was um, the lead singer of Linkin Park. Obviously, Robin Williams shocked yeah, me, yeah. but then the lead singer of Linkin Park because he was one of the happiest people. Obviously, his songs were really really depressing they all say they're happy that but he was one of the happiest people and it was one of those things where no one had heard anything from him in so long unless you were really keen in following lincoln park then all of a sudden he's gone for me i was i i literally sat there and i was like what Mm. because none of us knew apart from those close to him that he was suffering from it and this is where my point that i made last week Mm about celebrities going out there and being like hey guys it's not a bad thing to talk about we Mm. need to talk about this 
is so important mm. because if people can see that celebrities suffer with this mm. and not just see it when they kill themselves I'm not saying that obviously he felt like he had no other way out and I'm not saying that, that there's any way in shape or form that he was, it was bad what he did but if there was a bigger platform for celebrities to talk about it and people not to think that celebrities have to be perfect mm. I think a lot less suffering would happen within the celebrity world mm. and also on a lower level but see i think it's also good that well not not good but i think it's it's very um what's what i'm looking for? very sensible that for example you have quite a lot of male british comedians um and, and also american comedians but at all the reason why i'm bringing up british male comedians yeah. is because you look at lee evans yeah now um lee evans suffers with depression he, he suffered for mental health and when you watch him on stage and the way he acts and stuff like that you can kind of tell yeah but he uses it as comedy he, he and i think i'm not saying that's the best way for it but i do think it's one of those I, inspirational things i, I agree with and that's you. why i look up to him i agree with you but i also reasons. think i also think that in the case of lee evans the fact that he also has therapists needs to be more out there mm. because people think like you actually in some cases you're like i'm suffering with something but i'll just use my comedy to get through it mm. well actually no he uses his comedy but he also has a therapist and he also has a great support team around him mm. to get through it so it's not just his comedy that he uses and i think that that's where celebrities need to be like hey guys i suffer from this it's not um, terrible to have a therapist it's not terrible to use medication in the right way mm. but also if you have a hobby that you really love doing that yeah. helps you through it do it and I think that that's what people need to understand because some people will be like fuck it Lee Evans is depressed and he um, goes through he does comedy fuck it I'm just going to mm. do comedy and that's going to cure my depression 10 months down the line, my depression's still can here. Cure? What the hell am... No, listen, no, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. people think that it can oh, okay, cure yeah, it, okay. but it doesn't. And then 10 months down the line, mm. they're like, the fuck? And then they end up doing something stupid. Mm. Obviously, that's the worst case scenario, but that's all I'm trying to say is that people need... Men, especially, need to be aware of the fact that, yes, your hobbies will help you, mm. but you do also need to seek help in other ways, professional ways, because you can't self-medicate you can't self-diagnose. Um, mm. The professionals are there for a reason. And yes, your heroes are great to help you, but... But I think it's generally your loved ones as well, I think. Because yeah. I'll tell you what, I think without you, without Kevin, without my mum, without Matt, and without my dad and my aunt and that, I really couldn't have got through what I been through and I'm not making it sound like it's about me because it's not but it's like you know with with my mum's cancer yeah the amount of support we've all received was incredible yeah and it helped from friends and family from, from friends and family it helped massively and the support that you gave me you know considering at that time you lost two grandmothers and an aunt like you still stayed strong and it's literally I think humans have got powers but not as in supernatural powers i think they have got powers by powers of perception yes that's exactly what i was going to say and it's incredible like with 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 men 
it's easy for me to say this, but you shouldn't be ashamed if you have got a form of mental health. You shouldn't feel ashamed if you want to cry. Because sometimes I do. Sometimes I let it out. You know, recently, before moving, I literally, I don't know what it was, but I just felt like I needed a good cry. And I did. And I felt okay afterwards. And it's just, with me, I do it on my own. I would just rather cry on my own. And that's, again, is that okay? To cry on your own? I think it depends on what, how... It depends. Hmm. It depends because, yes, it is good to cry on your own. But if you're crying in a state of despair and then you go and carry on with your day hmm. and you put a mask on, no one knows that you're suffering. Right. Whereas if you cry and then you go, hey, guys... I cried today because X, Y, and Z, and you talk about it. That mm. that is more helpful and healthier for you than crying on your own and then locking that in a box. Anyway, I'm mm. gonna get off my pedestal. I'm gonna get off my high horse. Uh, not my high horse, but I'm gonna get off my soapbox. Well, no, because you you not. I think you know what I think it is. I think it's because I've been through. Yeah. Through hell and back again with my mental health, that when I see people struggling with what I used to struggle mm. with, which I still do struggle with in some cases, I find it really difficult. And I just want to help people by saying, mm. you know, this is what helped me. Not everyone will have how, the same answer. How does it make you feel when I have down days? I want to say down days because I don't know if, if I... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But when I have down days, how does that make you feel when you see me like that? I think I part of me feels very frustrated mm. because I've been saying to you since I met you mm. that you need to speak to someone and you still haven't. And that, that really frustrates me because when, like, sometimes if I call you in the morning and I don't hear anything from your phone and stuff, because of who I am, I think the worst and all the rest of it. Mm. I would really like it if you spoke to someone because I think that you need to. Not necessarily, I'm not saying that you're depressed or you're, any, I'm not saying any of that. Yeah. I'm just saying that I think it would help you to speak to someone professional. Mm. Because even if it was just to say, actually I'm all right, Yeah. you still need that, mm. right? So most of the time when you have your down days, it frustrates me because number one, I can't do anything to solve them. And because I'm a people pleaser and a yes. problem solver, and uh, I want to be the saviour of all of the people who I love, like you do. Because of that, I struggle with not being able to know how to help you. See, so that's my main frustration. My other thing that mm. I feel... Sorry, give me one no, second. No, no. I'm almost done. The other thing that I feel is... Um, I feel... Like, all I want to do is give you a hug. Yeah. And hold you until you feel better. Mm. But that's just because... Which I think... And it's going to sound so soppy now, but you do without you realising, babe. Yeah, yeah. You do. Stop. Leave Pepper Sorry, alone. Pepper, Leave, this is just, really Pepper, stop it. No, but like this, I think you do, like, mentally, to me, you do anyway. But then I do want to bring something else up. All right, go on then. And I really don't think this doesn't help no one. And... Basically, it's that word, people pleaser. Now, I'm not a people pleaser. I'm not. And I can fully say that now. 
people that know me well knows that I don't please people. I'm not here to please people. And I do feel like <clears throat> the more the people pleaser you are, the worse you're going to feel. I'm sorry. I and I'm saying that. I... Sorry, hold on, I'm not finished yet. I'm saying that because I've seen it with people and afterwards they feel unhappy. And I sit there and I go, how do you feel? I agree with you to an extent. You can't I... always be a people pleaser. No, no, I you agree can't. with you to an extent. I agree that you can't always be a people pleaser. But I do think that if you please the right people, mm. then that's okay. Because there are some people, like me, who will want to please every Tom, Dick and Harry. Oh, I know that. No matter what they've done to me or no matter how they've treated me and all the rest of it. But I'm getting better at that where I'm choosing the people who I please. I'll give you... I, I will give Natalia credit for this because she's actually right. Because when I met you, I think you would have walked across the ocean for pretty much almost everyone. Yeah. Now... Yes, you are still a people's pleaser, but I think you are slowly learning. Because I, I yeah, choose. I've seen a difference in that sense, which I'm very pleased about. Yeah. I, I, because with with me, I'm only here to please my loved ones, and that's it. Like I'm not, I'm not also, here the to. Other, the other thing is that it's not wrong to do things just out of the goodness of your heart. No, I'm not, not no. to want anything in return. No, yeah, like, of course I don't. It's like when I help. The thing is when I really help my loved ones out i say to them listen no one needs to know about this that's just the sort of person i am if i'm going to help someone out i tell them don't tell no one that i've helped you out because they don't need to know yeah no because they just tell you on the podcast um <laughs> that is true but no but, but that's the thing like i think and sorry just something come up the other day all right you got two minutes babe two minutes okay something come up the other day about um Wanting to help people. And I'm going to say this now. If you want to help people, that's great. If you want to help homeless people, you want to feed homeless people, that's great. But the one time, if you ever decide to record it and put it on social media to get likes and comments... Yeah. I'm just going to call you a cunt, end off. Because I don't... I just think if you want to help people, help them. All this recording stuff and, and making yourself look good, I fucking hate it with a passion yeah if you want to help help if you're gonna like if, if you want to help just for publicity you're a twat i don't care who you are i don't care how much money you have i don't care what class you're from or whatever just don't you really put me off babe alexa stop sorry um i agree with you yeah Sorry, it's just it's just Pepper. Oh, I think that's it now. Anyway, no, I I no, I do agree with you. I do think that if you're gonna do something, do it out of the kindness of your heart. All this liking, oh, like to share. With no, that but fuck I, off, the I... only thing the only thing that I will agree with <sighs> is um the random acts of kindness slash the pay it forward thing, mm. where you do something nice to someone and then you say to them, look, I've done something nice for you. Now go and do something nice for someone else. That that I love. I love the Pay It Forward scheme. I love the film Pay It Forward. Have you seen the film? I've not seen the film. Oh, that's a great film. We can watch that, actually, if you want. Yeah, Pay um, It Forward is a great film. But yeah, anyway, guys, uh, this is us. Um, this has kind of been yes. a bit of a men's mental health slash Nick's mental health slash mental health in general. But mm. um, look, we'll probably be revisiting this again at some point. Some point. Um, but yeah. But next episode will be more fun and lighthearted. Yes, on Friday. Yes.
then the one after that won't be but <laughs> you'll find out about that next tuesday right. so see you next tuesday see guys you soon, guys <laughs> bye